guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance, productivity coach. By the way, just recently, I thought about what I do and what I actually do for people in companies is combine productivity and wellness so you get to feel, look, and do your absolute best. That I've always kind of been doing, but now I think added the last piece of research and data and science into my coaching model, into all of my coaching programs, and that is the brain piece, the neuroscience piece. Now, I'm not a neuroscientist, but I do understand enough of the science due to my previous education in integrative health and nutrition and uh, physical training, etc. So I do understand enough to read all the studies, and also I do listen to um, a lot of experts who have really, uh, who do really great research, have great reputation, write amazing books, right? I do listen to all of that, I read all of that, absorb all of that, and then I put it uh, on top or combine with my expertise in nutrition, in integrative health, in fitness, and specifically in coaching, helping people change. And then you... Um, as a client of mine or um, just someone who is exposed to my content, get to uh, get all the benefits, feeling, looking, and doing your absolute best, right? But food, guys, food, it's it's been always been one of my major passions. It's like I want to understand this thing, how it actually works and interacts in our body. It's so fascinating for me that uh, it's built by nature, uh, we cook it, we you know change it in different in different ways, but without nature, we can't really make any food, and we don't really understand how to make anything from scratch. We just know you know how to put seeds where they belong, and so to speak, grow the food from there, whether that um, animals or plants. But we don't really understand how it all works. Not not at all. Like we figured out some parts. Like, you know, there are vitamins, there are minerals, there are fibers, there are certain, like, other nutrients, like proteins and fats, and they're different, right? But how it all works, we don't really know. We kind of like kids who, you know, when my father got me my first computer, well, the first thing I did, I took it apart. And it took me a while to put it back in. And this is kind of the same what's happening with uh, a lot of nutrition science and a lot of science in general. Like it's easier to put things apart and understand, okay, I now I know how that this big thing, like an apple, big meaning, you know, this whole system. I know what what's in there approximately, not all of it, but at least, you know, some parts, but how to put it back together, how to make one. Yeah, not really. The same, you know, if you take your phone apart, your mobile phone, I know it sounds like a disaster, but if you do that, you're probably not going to be able to put it all back together. I mean, it depends how far you go with taking it apart, but usually if you really take it apart, um, it's very hard to put it back together unless you have the special expertise. But for, you know, things, simple things, seemingly like apples, we don't really know how to put it together. It's like a human being. You kind of can take it apart 
you know, do autopsy and figure out what the parts are, but putting it back together and making it alive, functioning as it used to, uh, not so much, right? So there are a lot of things we don't understand. Uh, and one of the foods, again, that we don't understand that I'm fascinated with is just food because it becomes literally part of us and it changes us. You know, over the weekend, I actually read a study um, well, it was actually a summary of studies. A lot of scientists talking about the fact that we now actually know that gut microbiome, you know, those microbes that we have about like three pounds or so of in our gut, they actually might be indeed changing the way we think and the way we behave, the way we feel by producing all these different compounds. They say like about 50% of compounds or chemicals in our blood are made by different bugs in our body. Can you imagine? And a lot of them, you know, this is the size of your be- of your brain, like the amount of those gut bugs, you know, microbes. And they're tiny. You can't even see them without microscope. Can you imagine how many of them there are? Like trillions. And it's, you know, it's hard to even imagine. And they want to survive. They want to live. They want to thrive. And so obviously, depending on the kinds of bugs you have, those bugs will try to make you do certain things to benefit them or feel certain things, right? If you, for example, uh, eat a lot of processed foods and you feed non-beneficent uh, gut bacteria, and non-beneficent meaning it's not so beneficial to you as a host. Gut bacteria only cares about them, not about you. But they do care about you in a sense that you are the food delivery system, right? So they'll do whatever they can to make you deliver food that suits them. And so if you've been uh, feeding those gut bacteria that eat junky foods for a while, probably they're going to make you crave more of that. Uh, And you might even take actions that will make you more likely to engage in those behaviors that bring more of that food, right? On the other hand, if you start eating uh, all the fruit and vegetables and all the unprocessed foods, and also eating maybe a lot of fermented foods. Uh, those are especially beneficial for us um, as, you know, gut microbiome and us humans. If you eat all of that, uh, it seems like those gut microbiome starts thriving and making you eat healthier and healthier foods, foods that actually make you feel and look and do better. So it's best to feed gut microbiome that makes you want foods that actually make you healthier and fitter and stronger and just more awesome self. So that's like a a little bit of in-depth dive into our gut microbiome and why it's so important to feed yourself the right foods to so you're kind of like feeding a garden inside of yourself and you want to cultivate the garden that takes care of you in return. And that garden seems to like a lot of colorful fiber from fruit and vegetables, but also all the other unprocessed foods. You know, we also need proteins, etc. They are also highly beneficial and all the probiotic foods. Um, besides that, guys, today I wanted to touch upon motivation and food is a huge part of that motivation equation. Monday, it's a new week, new beginning. Guys, you're never going to feel like doing something outside of your comfort zone. So you kind of need to work on your motivation to push yourself further than you'd comfortably go 
for. And one of the tried and proven methods to do so, to push yourself beyond your comfort zone, is increasing your levels of dopamine for that period when you need to be pushing, right? Obviously, we talked about it on this podcast that dopamine also needs to be restored and you need to have downtime. But when it's time to go, you want to have your dopamine levels high because if you have them low, you're not going to be able to push anywhere and nowhere near your comfort zone, let alone going beyond that, right? So, dopamine. When it's time to work, you want your dopamine to be high. And just as any other molecule in your brain um, designed to produce certain states, it depends on many things. And when it comes to dopamine, guys, just like, again, any other molecule, serotonin or norepinephrine or acetylcholine, we talked about each of them and going to be talking more on this podcast. But you, what you want to understand is there are different modalities that you can use to increase or decrease uh, the levels of that molecule in your brain. Now, for the time when you need to work, when you need to get shit done, you want to increase the levels of dopamine. And there are different modalities, meaning there are behaviors, there are thought patterns or cognitive exercises that you can do. Uh, there are things like music. Uh, there are even smells that can help you to increase uh, the amount of dopamine your brain produces. There are obviously foods that not only increase your level of dopamine, but also there are building blocks that your body, your brain need to actually make that molecule. Dopamine is not some esoteric concept. It's a molecule made in your brain. And if you don't have enough, don't have sufficient amount of building blocks, you're not going to be building that dopamine. And guess what? Your motivation level is going to be lower and there is much less chance that you're going to get after things that are outside of your comfort zone or to go after any, anything challenging. When you have less dopamine, you just do less stuff, period. And also you're not as enthusiastic. Life doesn't feel as zesty, as joyful, as enjoyable, exciting, um, Dopamine has to do with a lot of things. It even helps you to, to learn, to explore. Um, dopamine is important for many, many, many things, you know, but especially for getting things done, getting challenging things done. So let's talk about those practical modalities that I mentioned. How can you, using food, using um different exercise, exercises and your environment, how can you increase levels of dopamine? And that is all based on the research that we have. It is not questionable. Food, eating more specifically animal protein will help you to deliver a sufficient amount of uh, L-tyrosine. That is an amino acid that is dopamine made of. There is uh, also an amino acid that L-tyrosine made of uh, that you can also get from, you know, different fruits um, and that seem to be um, more present in some plant foods, but it just takes more conversion, um, right? And the more conversion, what the basic principle of nutrition, the more conversion your body has to do, the less efficient the process is, and the less likely you're going to increase the level of something. So animal foods to make dopamine works the best, right? Especially things like lean um, chicken, pork, beef, 
but also salmon is amazing for your dopamine. Also, it contains certain micronutrients and certain fats that increase that dopamine even more. So salmon is amazing. But then, you know, beef, pork, chicken is also super amazing. Uh, animal products in general, things like eggs, things like um, yogurt, you know, especially Greek yogurt with more protein, uh, all great for uh, dopamine, for building that dopamine, because again, they contain the building blocks. But then overall, you need to be eating um, a, an overall healthy diet and I personally recommend take your multivitamin, especially B-complex, because certain micronutrients, certain vitamins and minerals also needed to make that dopamine, not just the protein part, but also certain vitamins um, and minerals like B6, for example, right, important for uh, dopamine. And then there are other new chemicals in your brain that need all of these vitamins and minerals. So dopamine and food, eat your protein. At least what I recommend, 30 grams of actual protein, it, it will end up if you take things like salmon or meat, about 150 grams or five ounces per meal. Then there are foods that just stimulate your dopamine. They don't necessarily have a lot of building blocks, but they do stimulate the release of dopamine or some of them uh allow your brain to use it for longer, uh, stopping your brain from kind of destroying dopamine because all the molecules in the brain, they are being recycled all the time just for efficiency of it. And so you, so you don't have to like get everything done from scratch. So chocolate, for example, dark chocolate, uh, really good for your dopamine levels and specifically dark chocolate guys. Um, Choose dark chocolate. Why? Because if you choose sugary stuff, not only it's going to influence your blood sugar that you don't necessarily want to be spiking all the time, um, but also when you eat dark chocolate, it's much harder for you to overdo it. And when it comes to dopamine and a lot of molecules in your brain, you don't want to overshoot them, right? So dark chocolate, like 20, 30 grams, you know, maybe under one ounce, and without sugar, and you're going to get your dopamine boosted in the right way, in the right amount to get things done. If you overboost it, like eat a whole bunch of chocolate and with sugar, you might not even get to work. Like you get all the dopamine you need without any work done. So um, when it comes to stimulating dopamine with substances, you kind of want to be careful. And that's why, you know, chocolate is one of those substances that you want to be careful with. That's why, you know, I eat 100% chocolate. That is impossible to overeat. I never met a person who I would give 100% chocolate and they ate like a lot of it. No, it's just too bitter. And that's why it's perfect to boost your dopamine, but not too much. It kind of has its own installed stopper, right? Not allowing you to overdo it. So food, protein, chocolate, my favorite substances. Things like caffeine also seems to be stimulating dopamine. But again, here you want to be careful. Not too much, not too much, guys. On the supplement side, also, if for some reason, maybe your body has trouble converting that protein into dopamine, you might take L-tyrosine, especially if you've kind of been in a low phase in your life, maybe your lifestyle, your health, etc. So L-tyrosine, that's the amino acid that we get from protein-rich food. I do recommend always take it with your multivitamin because there are other cofactors or things that vitamins and minerals that your brain needs to make the conversion in the most effective way, right? So L-tyrosine, your vitamins, your minerals, but food is always better. Next one, 
exercise boosts dopamine just like a lot of your other feel good and get you done neurotransmitters so exercise here you also probably don't want to do too much if you after you exercise you feel like you're exhausted you're probably not going to be doing much so um, if you are not an athlete and it's not your ultimate pursuit do exercise but not too much if you do something high intensity do it quick right if you do lift weights if you want to squat do one set get get in get out that's how you want to do it to stimulate but your dopamine but not exhaust yourself to the point where you can't really do anything right a lot of people into exercise get into this thing you know they exercise and then they that is the only thing they can really give a lot of effort to and if you are again if exercise is not your profession that's probably not where you want to be the next one music right you can combine it with exercise the music that you love will produce dopamine in your brain that will keep you motivated you know how i use it as a hack whenever especially at kind of like the end of my working day i start feeling a little bit lower and demotivated and there is much more talk like that oh, let's do it tomorrow oh, let's not do it it sounds stupid you know all of this like procrastination talk etc it's just your brain trying to save energy and try to make you rest so what i do i listen to my favorite tunes especially um the ones that make me want to like go and pump and then sometimes while listening sometimes i listen and then get to work depends on how uh, quiet it needs to be for me to deliver this piece of work i listen to my favorite tune one or two and then i go right and the beautiful thing about that is it's not like caffeine it's not going to disturb your sleep uh, it's not going to really do anything else it just will help you to give your brain a little bit of an edge to get that shit done in your best state so music is very powerful when it comes to producing dopamine and music guys the different kinds of music produce different effects so don't use sleepy music if you want to boost your dopamine and get shit done right like i love relaxing music when i need to relax and chill but when i need to get things done uh it's more like you know the music that you're gonna use for your workouts that's what you want to think cognitive exercise what can you think about or um how can you exercise your brain so to speak to increase your dopamine levels without all the other stuff goal setting nothing better than that guys envisioning goals that are super meaningful that are super exciting for you in a very rich in a very robust vivid way that is one of the best ways to increase your dopamine again without exercise any substances anything just take five minutes and envision what it is you want to achieve this piece of work that you are about to do what it has the potential to deliver what kind of person in you it's going to create what kind of a life it's contributing to right so envision guys envision that goal that pursuit what you are after make it really like make it feel really really good and exciting in your body and once you do that and connect what you're about to do to that there is a lot of dopamine starts to flow and you'll get to work in like nanosecond. 
Envision, get really good at it, guys. Uh, also, if you are a leader, if you have a team, if you work with other people and you're usually more motivated than others, understand that other people might not be that great with envisioning and connecting things they do today to the things they want in the future. So help them as a leader to envision, draw that picture for them, ask them what's important to them and help them to draw that connection again with what they between what they do today and what they want in the future. Help them to realize why what they do today is important for their future. That's how you raise the motivation as a leader. You draw a picture, a vision, exciting, and you help people to remember that what they do today matters for that vision to come into existence. And that's about it, guys. As you can see... Dopamine, just like, again, any other molecule you want to work on in your brain, it can be influenced by many things. Also, dopamine is... um very dependent on light exposure, right? So that morning walk we talked about so many times on this podcast, it is crucial. Not seeing bright lights at night is crucial for dopamine levels. Uh, What else? Good sleep is crucial for your dopamine levels, right? So these are the foundational things. If you don't sleep well, if you see bright light in the middle of the night or right before going to bed and your sleep is all over the place, all of these things that will, they will help but they will not produce as good of a result as just having good sleep, solid sleep routine when you know when to expose yourself to natural light outside and how to avoid bright light at night and how to sleep on the same schedule without substances in your blood and preferably eating, having finished your dinner three hours before sleep, right? We talked about all of that. If you have any questions, reach out um, and schedule our call. That, By the way, the link is right there in the show notes, and I'll walk you through the basics of how to sleep well, what to avoid, what to do, what not to do. Um, if you have a team who you'd like to coach on all of those things, how to increase your motivation through increase of dopamine, how to uh, improve your sleep routine so you do have solid sleep every night and your dopamine and motivation uh, are naturally high, right? Reach out. There is a link right there in the show notes. It's very prominent. <laughs> so schedule. Uh, of course, first call is, you know, it's at three of charge. I'm just going to help you to see where you need to move, either yourself or as a leader of your team. Having said that, don't forget to share Everything that you heard on this episode with other people, practice it together. You know, we are here to help each other. So please do share, either um, share this podcast or share what you learned, do things together. If you want to read more about research on anything that you heard here, also reach out. I'll give you more than enough literature to get through. Maybe you'll get additional insights. And... Get you done, guys. It's Monday time. Now you know how to increase your motivation to get anything done. So increase it and then get that shit done, whatever it is for you to needs that needs to get done. And as usual, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And till next time, eat, eat some protein for the dopamine and take some multivitamin.